Hello, my name is Gabby, and I want to thank you for listening to Fertility Gab, where we gab about fertility. Well, infertility, that is. If you have any questions, comments, or if you want to share your story, please reach out to me at fertilitygab at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from everyone about their infertility stories so that we can complain together and learn from each other. Thank you so much for listening. Hi guys, thanks for listening to episode two of Fertility Gab. In this episode, we're mostly going to be talking about letrozole um, because I am currently in my first medicated cycle using letrozole in hopes that I will ovulate and get pregnant. Uh, So I just have some information to share on how the cycle has gone so far with the medication. Uh, So for those of you that don't know, this medicine was given to women, initially um, initially women that had breast cancer, in hopes that it would treat the cancer. And what doctors didn't realize was that it was actually helping those women ovulate and they were getting pregnant. And so once they kind of figured that out, they started prescribing it to women with infertility in hopes that it would help them ovulate and get them pregnant. So that's kind of how my doctor explained this medication when she was offering it to us. Um, she said, cause I, I initially went in there asking her if we could try Clomid because that's what a previous doctor had mentioned as a treatment option. And she said that doctors are actually starting to pull away from Clomid that women with PCOS like myself would start taking Clomid and they could only take it for a certain amount of cycles before they had to stop taking it because of, I guess, some side effects and just some issues that they were having after taking it for so long. And I guess letrozole is not causing those types of issues with women, so they're they're starting to use that as the first, um, first treatment option, I guess, in women with PCOS. So I trusted her, and I said, okay, let's try that instead. <laughs> so she told me, take it days three through seven of your cycle, which was a couple weeks ago, so... Um, that was, that was fun. <laughs> and I, I had some interesting, I guess, symptoms. Uh, I noticed first and foremost that I had major insomnia when taking it. And this was really just the days that I was taking it, not the days following. But what would happen was I would have major insomnia every other night taking the medication. And then the nights in between, I would sleep like a baby because I was so tired from the insomnia the night before. Uh, the next thing that I noticed were I was having a lot of uh, muscle cramps and my knees were very achy. And I already have bad knees, but this was just extreme. I could not get comfortable in bed. Um, I was very, I felt very restless and mostly my legs and my knees were the where I was getting a lot of these cramps. I was fine from like my waist up, no problems, but my legs and my knees were just not happy. And it was also, I think, causing some of the insomnia. Like it would definitely wake me up throughout the night because I was so uncomfortable. Um, the next thing was <laughs> I was so emotional. Oh, it was so embarrassing. I, anything, and this was mostly after taking the medication, the emotional part, but I, I was so difficult and I feel so bad for my husband because he, it was like he couldn't say anything right anything he said, I would take the wrong way and get very upset about it and eventually start crying about it. And he just did not know what to do. (laughs) Like he, he didn't know what to say after, after everything that was going on. And 
I hated it. I would get so emotional and so frustrated about something so stupid. And then I would get more upset and emotional at the fact that I was getting so upset and emotional to begin with. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Um, So yeah, very hormonal, very emotional. um, And that part was not fun at all. And then I was also getting very bloated. Um, I'm still getting super bloated, like way more than normal during my cycles. And that kind of sucks. And then I've been having a lot of more recently, I would say like the past week, I've been having a lot of just cramping, like almost like a, like period cramping and pains in my ovaries, but it's not painful. And I know that sounds super weird, but it's, I don't know, it's very hard to explain. Like it almost feels like, like I can just feel things moving down there. I don't know. Like, like almost like imagine having like period cramps, but it not being painful. Like you just feel stuff. It's weird. I know it sounds super weird. I feel weird saying it, but (laughs) it's important to note that because I've had it every single day for over a week now. And that's not normal for me. Like if I, if I'm cramping, I'm in pain and this has not been painful. So very interesting. I'm hoping that because I can feel those types of things, that it means that the medicine is, is doing something like maybe it's not, maybe it hasn't had me ovulate yet, but at least it's making some type of movement or like changing something up in my cycle, which is kind of cool. So yeah, so that's kind of, I guess what I've noticed as far as symptoms go. Um, And like I said before, currently I'm on day or cycle day 23. Uh, I don't really know. I I don't think I've ovulated yet. Like I, I just don't think I have. And the reason why is because I've been testing for ovulation, um, most of my cycle using OPKs at home. So I started doing that on day 15 of my cycle. And then I stopped on day 18 because we went out of town for Christmas and I didn't, I just didn't want to be doing that while trying to take a little vacation from work. And I just wanted to focus on Christmas and enjoy my family and not think about this for a few days. Um, so I just, I didn't test and now I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt because I came back home, started testing again, still getting negatives. So either I missed it while we were out of town or I missed it earlier in my cycle. Or like I said, I just, I haven't ovulated maybe. Um, I'm really not sure, but I did have a doctor's appointment yesterday to test my progesterone level to see if they could have spotted an ovulation that way. Uh, So I went in, um, the phlebotomist took me back to do my blood work and she was super sweet. Uh, She did do something that kind of irked me though. Um, And I think that a lot of women trying to conceive can back me up on this one, or at least from what I understand, a lot of women trying to conceive get frustrated with this. (laughs) And I do as well. But she asked me how long I've been trying to get pregnant. I told her a year and a half almost. And she was like, oh, okay. Like from what I've seen in my years of doing this, women who are trying to get pregnant usually will get pregnant once they kind of calm down and stop stressing about getting pregnant. And once they do that, usually the very next month they get pregnant. And I 
oh, I don't know. She was so sweet, guys. So, so sweet. And so I really, I wasn't that mad. I wasn't. But it did bother me a little bit. <laughs> and like I said, I think a lot of women would agree that one of the most annoying things that you can be told when you're trying to get pregnant is to stop stressing about it because that's why you're not getting pregnant. I hate that. It's so, I don't know, it's just frustrating. And I know people are just trying to help and they don't know what to say. And I get that. I would not hold this against someone, but it is frustrating. Uh, so if you are, if you're listening and you're not trying to conceive, please don't tell people that. Um, it really, like, I, again, I know we're, you're trying to help and just be supportive, but it's very frustrating. Think of it as if you were really upset about something, like just really angry about something and someone came up to you and just said, you should let that go and stop being angry. You'll feel so much better when you stop being angry. You're just going to get more mad. <laughs> so just, just try not to say that, please. It really frustrates people who are trying to get pregnant. Um, it's, and honestly, I, I'm not a doctor. I know I'm not, but I don't think it's very scientific <laughs> to say that just stressing alone is keeping you from getting pregnant because there are women with blocked tubes or severe endometriosis and like PCOS and stuff that whether you're stressed or not, it's, it, it's just gonna, I don't know, you're just not going to get pregnant because of certain reasons. And you have to, to find the root of those problems to get pregnant. It's not just the stress or it isn't the stress at all. Like I have PCOS and my husband and I, for the first year we were trying to get pregnant, I was not stressed. I was not worried about it. And it didn't work for a whole year, guys. Like there's, there's other things causing these problems. You can't just force stress or tell someone not to be stressed. Um, and that'll solve everything. It'll just frustrate them more. Um, so please don't do that. <laughs> but anyway, rant over. Uh, so she said all that. I just kind of nodded along and was like, yeah, uh, well, we have some vacations coming up, so it'll be nice to not stress <laughs> or whatever. And at the end of the appointment, she gave me a really big hug and I've, I've never had that happen. Like I've never had a doctor or a nurse or anybody like that hug me after an appointment, um, with this type of stuff. And I thought that that was so sweet. And she just, she hugged me and was like, Oh, I'm, I'm rooting for you. And I hope everything goes well. Um, and all this other stuff. She, she was just very nice about it. And she also told me that to keep an eye out for my results, that they could be in as soon as the next day, which is technically today. Uh, and if they weren't, then they, they might be in after New Year's because they'd be closed for New Year's. And she said that when you get your results, uh, they expect you to have your progesterone level to be a 10 or higher. And I haven't done any research on this or anything yet, but that's what she said. And she even said herself um, not to take her word for it because she's not a doctor, but she has been in the field for a while. And she said that that's usually what they're looking at is the, the 10 or higher mark. I don't know if that helps you guys out or not, but we'll see what mine come back at. I have been checking the website to see if they've put my results up. So far, there's been nothing, um, so I'm just going to be really, really antsy for the next like week until those results do pop up, and I will definitely let you guys know how that goes once once I get those results. 
Um, yeah, so that's pretty much how it's been so far for this month. And I look forward to updating you guys more on, on Letrozole and if it worked or not. Um, there is one story I want to tell you guys that was really, really sweet this month. Um, so my husband and I are very, very impatient when it comes to giving each other Christmas gifts. Very rarely do we ever open up a Christmas gift on Christmas together. <laughs> they are usually like 90% opened um, by, I would say, like December 20th. And then whatever's left, we try to save for Christmas Eve. We're just very impatient. And he had gotten me a gift. He told me that he was excited to give it to me. And he's like, once it comes in, I think I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you because I, I don't want to wait. And I was like, okay, nothing new. We do this all the time. So the gift comes, he hands it over to me and he goes, I, I want you to just open this now. Um, and I, I really hope that you get to use this soon is what he said. I took the box and it wasn't even wrapped because that's how impatient we get. We don't even wrap our presents sometimes. <laughs> and I open it and guys, it was a maternity shirt. And the maternity shirt said, first time mommy. And I freaking lost it. <laughs> like I said earlier, I have been so emotional and that shirt did not help. I lost it and I was so excited and so grateful for it. So sweet of my husband, so thoughtful. And it was, I don't know, it was kind of like a bittersweet moment because I'm so excited to see if, if Letrozole ends up working for us and for us to get this baby. <laughs> but it was also, I don't know, it also kind of like hurt a little bit because I so badly wanted to put this shirt on. Like I was just, I was like, I really just want to get to use this shirt, <laughs> especially because it's so special um, and it was given to me in such a special way. So hopefully I get to use that soon. Um, but yeah, so, okay, that was, that was pretty much all I wanted to update you guys on. If you have any questions, comments, or if you want to share your story with me, or even share it on this podcast, I would be honored um, to allow you guys to do that with me on, on here. Just shoot me an email. My email address is fertilitygab at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, look forward to connecting with you guys and updating you more. Hope you have a good week.